Scott Douglas Thomas host of Dollar Store Cinema and I am reviewing uh, John Mockley's Cage Fighter. It's a movie that's sort of like a, a, a clash of champions in a way. The main character, Reed, is a mixed martial artist, a part of the Legends Division, and he's a five-time champion. He's on the top of the world. And the promoter is like, yo, I got a great idea for your sixth fight. I want you to fight Randy Stone. Randy Stone is played by John Moxley. And they're like, yo, we're going to bring the wrestling fans over into this sport. And people are going to be curious, like the six martial arts fans are going to be curious, and they will want to see the wrestler just get knocked out. They're like, yo, this is fake anyway. Now we're going to see how he does in a real ring. And so they set it up. And Randy Stone, played by Mox, like it was just perfect casting. Uh, <laughs> Stone's character is brash and arrogant and great on the mic, and that's exactly what Mox is. Uh, he does not care at all. Like, he will go for it. And has that brashness, but, like, has that mean streak to back it up. Um, this movie was entertaining. I'll say that. And it it reminded me a lot about Creed, um, as far as the fighting is concerned. Um, and there was a lower budget than, like, a typical Hollywood movie. But you could tell the people who made it really cared about it, and they tried their best. I will give props to the makeup department. Every single time they show injuries from the fight, it looks real. Like, these people truly look messed up. Like, the first fight ends with a cut on Reese's face, and that scar is there the rest of the movie. Same thing with the last fight. Reese's eye is almost completely closed, and you can tell, like, not just from filmmaking, but, like, it looks real. Like, it, me as the audience member was like, man, somebody needs to stop this fight. Like, he is hurt. And so, like, the makeup department was so good that you can the disbelief that you're actually watching a movie, and it's more of just, like, these are two people who hate each other for fighting the ring. I will give props to Alex, who plays Reese, uh, his first-time actor. He was actually hired to be the fight choreographer, uh, like the, the stunt uh, coordinator. And they had him read for it, and it worked out because he actually is a big martial arts fighter. And so it was less of teaching actors how to fight, more of teaching a fighter how to act. And he did a really good job, especially since it was his first movie. You could tell in some of the emotional scenes uh, he couldn't really go there. Like, he, he tries to cry a couple times. And it's, it's a little awkward just because, like, those tears aren't falling. Um, but I think everybody played their position well. Max, the promoter, she is uh, played by Gina Gershwin, um, who I know from How to Make It in America. She also was in uh, Showgirl. Um, but she plays the, the promoter whose father actually started Legend. And when he died, she took it over. So she's sort of like a girl boss. But in the sense where, like, she's not necessarily exploiting people, but it's more of a, um, I'm going to show you guys that this isn't just a male-dominated sport. Like, I 
can show you that I'm good enough and am worthy of the position that I have. And she does that by trying to book the most outlandish fights and the the thing that will get the most headlines. Um, who else? Uh, Christian Cage, the current TNT champion, he plays Stephen Drake, who's the host of the MMA show. He's sort of a, I don't want to reduce him just as a shock jock, but he is um, somebody with a prickly personality and very much is skeptical of this whole plan. Um, as far as the film is concerned, I really enjoyed it. I really loved uh, what they did. They sort of subverted expectations where Randy Stone and Reese fight, uh, and it's the second fight of the movie. Like, after Reese becomes champion, the next fight he has is Randy Stone, and it's like 25 minutes in. And as the audience, we're like, yo, how can they, <laughs> where are they going to go from here? But the way they did it was perfect. Like, it's, it's almost like a Rocky-like story. Of, um, but except it's sort of totem reverse. Like, uh, Reese's character is on the top of the world, and then he loses everything. And it's a slow, excruciating fall. Um, and, like, Reese's life just sucks at some point. And then you see him fight. And as the audience member, you begin to, like, really root for him, and you want to see him succeed. You want to see him win the title back. And they did a really good job of that. Uh, I would say my gripe for the movie, um, they're not huge, but it's just certain things that they could have done to make the movie better. Like, again, I said it was a lower-budget movie, um, but, like, if they would have brought the extras and put them all in one section, um, and then use the, the CGI audience, like in the higher section, it would have brought a more, um, realistic looking and also more of an energy, um, to the, the fight scenes, just because it, it sort of took me out when I would look at the audience. Um, or they would show like a, a overhead shot and you could just tell it was fake. Um, they tried to use a couple audience shots from AEW, um, but they didn't really take advantage of that partnership. I will say that was one thing I was very disappointed in. Um, AEW allowed footage of their show to be used as the plot for the movie, but they didn't make it uh, special, in my opinion. Like, uh, The Rock, when he executive produced uh, Soraya's story, Fighting for My Family for WWE, they literally used um, the audience that was already there for Monday Night Raw and were just like, okay, we're going to need you to cheer. Uh, we're going to need you to chant. We're going to need you to boo. And they already had tens of thousands of people already there for the show, and they were able to use that same audience. And I feel like they could have easily done that here instead of uh, the wrestling ring. It probably would have took a while to, to build the octagon, but still – um, maybe do it like how WWE had Ken Shamrock's fight pit uh, where you can sort of build a set and then have it there. Um, another thing, they used Mox entrance. Um, 
was very distracting because on the back of his jacket, it had M-O-X on it. But his character's name is Randy Stone. Um, also, I would have featured the AEW championship everywhere, like every interview he was did. Uh, I'm not saying go as far as like how Ric Flair and Bobby Heenan went at Hulk Hogan saying that they were the real world champion, but at least show the belt. Like every Stephen Drake interview, uh, every presser, Reese was showing his belt, the Legends belt, and then he could have um, easily shown his belt at the presser. You have the entrance where he's coming down to the ring. He could already have a belt. And so it's not title for title, but he can already say, like, no, I'm already a winner. But I want to take this from you. Uh, and it's more personal versus, like, I just want to have a championship because he already has a championship. You know what I'm saying? Um, lastly, I would say the thing that I didn't like, um, accessibility is very important to me. And it didn't make any sense that they didn't have any subtitles. And that's a big deal for me personally, but also just because the sound mixing wasn't great. Um, the levels were off, and as an audio engineer, that was very, very blatant. Um, you couldn't really understand some of the, the dialogue. And because there was no subtitles, I had to rewind it a couple times to find out. Um, the fight scenes, like the audience wasn't loud enough. I would have mic'd them or at least just mixed it very differently so you, it can sort of um, it's sort of like how Oprah's audience for the Oprah Winfrey show was mic'd differently than every other talk show where it, it sounds like you're a part of the audience, like it's a, almost an all-encompassing sound. Um, and then the wife character, like Reese has a wife and that whole movie, I did not hear anybody say her name. And I looked up the making of, and that's how I found out her name was Ellie. Um, and I feel like she could have just had a better a better written part. And it didn't even have to be, like, completely overrun. Just two scenes. There was one where Reese is explaining, like, yo, we're broke. And we don't get to have that emotional moment because it's, it's overlaid by music. We don't actually hear the dialogue. And I feel like that was really a huge ball that got dropped. And when Ellie does have a great scene where she's trying to comfort Reese and saying, like, why don't you want to fight Randy again? And he's saying, like, I'm scared. And she's encouraging him and giving him the words that he needs to fight back. That would hit a lot more if you could really see how much she sacrificed. Like she says, I put my life on hold for us because I believe you're the greatest. But like, we don't get to see that. Like we, we have one scene with the baby and all three of them together. And like, they have good chemistry, but it's like, I wish uh, sort of like Tessa Thompson's character in Creed, you get to see her as a mother. And so in Creed 2, when he is injured, you see how she has to, um, carry the the load as being a parent, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like they could have easily have done that. Um, yeah, so all in all, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. And I feel like um, it was released in 2020, and I feel like it has an opportunity to have a sequel, and I'd be down for that.